Magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. You're tuned into Pino Estraliano broadcasting all the way from Osaka, Japan. It's been about 12 days, almost two weeks since we last did our podcast from Cairns Airport. We've got a lot to update you on how things are going here in Nippon. Stay tuned. Minasan konnichi wa maido oki ni konbanwa. What else can you say? We are here in Osaka trying to speak a bit of Kansai Ben or the, or the dialect or the, the slang here out west side of Japan. And I'm here on the third floor on the balcony of、uh, my baby mama's house. <laughs> Does that sound better than ex wife? I don't know. But thank God we've still got a decent relationship. I can still visit my daughter here. And that is why I am here in Osaka. Uh, let me say, since the 4th of January, it's been a very, very, very refreshing, uplifting time, especially、uh, spending time here in Osaka with、uh, my brother in law, my sister,、uh, and two of our close friends from Melbourne, Victoria. I'm here, and I'm not、uh, condoning the.、Uh, The、uh, inhalation of nicotine and tobacco, but we have some, they have some pretty, 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 pretty good cigarettes out here in Japan.、Um, high quality. I love smoking.、Uh, I love smoking other things too, but、uh, you know, it, it, it helps me breathe and, and you know, it, it's, it's getting me much closer towards quitting because I love it that much that I'm ready to let it go sooner than later, hopefully. <laughs> Guys,、um, y- you know, it's crazy because I-, I used to live here in Japan for a good three years. And including those three years, I'd spent a good ten years traveling to、uh, Osaka, Japan, and traveling around Japan, mind you,、um, as, a, as, a, as a dancer. And、um, every time I come back, man, I'm always, always, always. Always amazed at, at, at their culture. There were times, once upon a time, when、uh, my Australian self, perhaps, or my, my Filipino self, or perhaps my conditioning of, of, of those selves,、um, would rebel and retaliate against you know, the things I saw and the things that I had to do here in, in Japan. But for those of you、um, who have seen the, the recent Martin Scorsese film Silence, There is an amazing metaphor there that、um, the daimyo or the, the lord of that region tells the、um, pastor. So he's not a pastor, he's a, he's a brother、um, becoming a priest. Or he is a priest, I'm not sure, I can't remember.、Uh, and it talks about how Japan is, is and I'm paraphrasing,、um, forgive me, don't quote me, but it, it talks about how Japan is like a swamp. And.、Uh, To, to fully become part of Japan, you have to be absorbed into this swamp. And until you are absorbed in this swamp, can you really become part of Japan? Can, re- can what you do, what you do can really serve people in Japan? And, and it's interesting because you know, the Japanese have a very particular way of life, they have a very, very strong 
culture of tradition of heritage of 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 um rituals and of many different things that perhaps a, a foreigner will have difficulty um molding into mind you that's molded who i am as a person it's 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 given me uh, trials and tribulations and turmoil but then at the end of it all after all of this bullcrap you know i I see i see the beauty of it again and and it's amazing because for example last night i went to pick up my daughter from um kumon and kumon is a is a japanese tutoring system that uh helps give kids that the uh upper edge if they are, are so inclined to be connected to the teachings and it was seven it was 6:30 p.m. right and the sun goes down pretty early here during winter in the northern hemisphere and to my surprise every time um there was like a dozen kids in there really young under the age of 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 10 i would say easily like there was kids there that looked like they were 4 or 5 and they were all there physically studying mind you there were there was one child that was like oh was given up he didn't he didn't really want to do it but even the fact that he was there and he was just having to sit through the process was an amazing amazing display of japanese discipline stay tuned for the next segment now mind you after the calm what comes next it is the storm and uh it's pretty interesting because here i am receiving an email from uh the subscribe numerologist.com your name is no accident <laughs> and it says here why today is the saddest best monday of the year i'm broadcasting to you from osaka on a tuesday but those of you perhaps uh from uh the united states or in europe are still in uh monday And it says here let me read this little excerpt for you. The third Monday in January is commonly known as Blue Monday, the saddest day of the year. But here's why that's a far cry from the truth. First off, it's a nine universal day. 1 plus 15 plus 2018 equals 2034, then 2 plus 3 plus 4 equals 9. a day of completion spiritual closure and preparation for tomorrow which is today tuesday new moon in capricorn new moons are already powerful periods for setting intentions the dark sky representing a blank canvas on which to paint your wildest dreams but this one will be significantly more powerful than usual smack dab between two supermoons book ending this month this new moon occurs as close as ever to earth tugging powerfully on all energetic bodies and supercharging your manifesting potential this potent period is a cosmic driver for your career so make sure you get all the details in your forecast below well guys if you're looking for some extra sensory uh perceptive skills here through pogisasa i'm sorry i cannot give that to you it is not in my capacity to do so as yet but hey it's pretty interesting cuz as i was talking in the last segment about <laughs> the rebelling um because of my conditioning of 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 Japan, japanese culture um yesterday morning i did a very very bad thing that i'm not proud of but <clears throat> at the same time you know it was just one of those days where i just didn't want to get out of bed 
and you know it was not like the world ended but uh the ex-wife the baby mama she had to uh rush and and take my daughter to the bus stop which mind you is only like a, a two minute walk from from the house here that we're staying at and uh yeah and after that nothing more was mentioned after it um in the evening and yeah and why did i do that well because i just was simply feeling like no no i i, I don't want to get up and i don't want to you know if you know my ex-wife she's pretty hectic she's like pretty ocd everything has to be clean as is the culture of being of as is the culture of cleanliness here in in japan in in this family in particular and you know like i just felt slightly irritated uh that you know well more than slightly irritated that uh she was sort of waking me up to do all this this and that when already the agreement for me to be here over the next uh, of this three-week period was to be back as a house husband um even though we're not married look after my daughter and and do all the cleaning and the cooking and whatnot which i am very very um well look humbly saying i'm pretty decent at doing and and having read that thing about the the blue monday um and the closure and 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 and, and all of these things is that i have been thinking quite hard over the past two weeks a week and a half about what it is i truly want to do this year and you know i've also been reading quite a lot of uh, interesting material such as the nag hamadi um uh, gnostic texts which is uh was deemed by the the orthodox see uh heretical um s- scriptures from the bible um and i was also i've also been uh subscribing i've been subscribed to this uh youtuber named um ralph smart uh of the infinite waters fame and and it's really about uh all of these things that sort of inform me that you know i need to continue doing what i love and i need to continue not compromising what it is that i love uh because of whatever other reasons there may be that are holding me back and yeah you know it's good i today i feel refreshed today i feel like i can smash out all the things that i love stay tuned so here i am back in the kitchen guys i realized my whole element is uh really in 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 being in being a father and you know in my three years here as a father still am a father but in the three years that i was here like jumping in the deep end of becoming of being you know a full-fledged father and that in during those times i was due to my you know uh employment circumstances i was a house husband for most of the time i'm remembering you know now that i i'm i have i'm responsible for somebody now which is my daughter lily i was finding that i no longer had that free time that i always had you know and to reinject some being australian thematics filipinos are very 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 family orientated and not to say that japanese people aren't they are but their lifestyle and their culture current culture sort of uh restricts their time spent with 
um, extended family. So, for example, like now, Lily barely sees her grandmother and grandfather because I'm here. And it's not because we don't want to see each other, but because they're quite busy still in their careers, even in their 60s. They're just going hard. They've got a lot of things going on. And same with, you know, having people over and hosting people. It's not quite a common thing in Japan as the Japanese or the Japanese that I've interacted with um, really, uh, really like their own personal private time. As opposed to my upbringing, and I won't speak on behalf of all Filipinos, but for, for my upbringing, I was always used to having lots and lots of people at the house 24-7. And uh, so, you know, bringing that up, these are some of the things that I've had to adjust to. Um, and then realizing how much time I actually have and trying to be efficient with that time and utilizing that time to do uh, things that I felt like needed to be done. Hence now I'm doing a, a, a podcast because of some difficulties with uh, my laptop and with my software. I'm not, I've had to stop that for a minute so that I can concentrate my energy into something more productive. But then it sorted itself out now and I'll be ready to create a two-hour mix of Poggy Salsa or Mixcloud.com. Where is this all leading to? This all leading to being back in the kitchen. <laughs> so last night, um, you know, after the, the, the little mishap um, in the morning, I was like, all right, you know, look, let me redeem myself. I'm going to cook uh, a very, very famous Filipino dish known as adobo. But we don't have the ingredients here or they're not as affordable here as they are overseas okay overseas as in outside of japan so here i am making my adobo and and i use chicken thigh because it's the fattiest part and then i used um their local soy <coughs> which was like a more like a light soy not so dark as the ones that i'm used to using as filipino filipinos are used to, to eating with and cooking with and they didn't have your normal vinegar they had rice vinegar which they use for sushi and whatnot so after cooking this storm up and having a taste oof, this adobe was really sweet but not in a sugary sweet but in a rice vinegar sweet so you know um i guess you could say that that flavor is asari and i'm not sure what that really means in in english but i've come to understand asari as like a light taste perhaps an umami taste and just to you know i always like to try and experiment with my cooking as i'm learning how to cook the proper dishes but i even put fried thin tofu in there that lifted this soybean flavor and enhanced the sweetness as well because the these these deep fried uh, morsels are actually you know quite sweet um, but very strong in the soybean flavor. So yeah, how's that? I made a japadobo last night, Osaka Kansai style. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 say ya there, say ya there. Mm, mm, humma, humma ni, mm. Ne, daitai ne, ano, Filipino ryori ne, ano. あの、油いっぱいあるよ。<笑>
たくさん。あ、なんかリコードなば。あい、sorry guys, I was just talking to my friend over here、uh, in Kansai Ben about、uh, you know how lots of Filipino food has、uh, a lot of oil. You know, there's a lot of I said abura, which is、uh, Japanese for, for, for oil or maybe for fat. I'm not sure. I have to check the, 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 the Denkijisho for that one. That's the towel、uh, done. The Denkijisho is the uh, electronic, the electronic uh, dictionary. You see,、uh, while I was living here over, the, over three years, you know, the, the many words I have to, I have to learn. And、uh, because I only was,、uh, I was only、uh, able to study for, for six months, I did not complete my、uh, kanji reading. And so, one thing you have to learn about the、uh, Japanese language is that they、uh, did kind of like a, like a You know, like Philippine cooking, they did a fusion. Yeah, they did a fusion of their language with the Chinese language or the Chinese character, especially in writing, to,、uh, is it,、uh, is the correct word augment? To augment the word. For example, okay, to say,、uh, meat. The verb meat is au. A-U. A-U. Au. Au. And then there are many different forms of this word. If you, to, if you were to say it politely, you will say, I must. And then if you were to say politely、uh, in、uh, past tense, it's, I must.、Um, if you were to say, uh, to, 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 uh, sorry, I'm not very good with my grammatical terms, but、uh, if you were to say that you wanted to meet together, then you will say, I must show. And、then you have the more casual,、um, uh, less formal terms. So, from au, you have I must, and you have I must show. Yeah, au is the, the, the casual term, but then to say,、uh, let's meet in a casual term, it's au. So, when you, when you see the, 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 the hiragana, which is the native writing style of the, of the Filipinos, I mean the, the Japanese, <laughs> of the Japanese, then you can, you can take that a, and sometimes it's a, dip, a different combination of the letters、uh, or, or characters, and you can replace that with a Chinese character, which is a, which makes it look like、uh, a different character for To say meeting, because, like in many other languages, especially in the Philippines as well,、uh, you, have different, um, you have different meanings for the same sounding word. Okay? Like,、uh, I'm, I'm struggling to find an example right now, but yes, just understand that in different languages, depending how you say the word, can mean、uh, a different thing. Here's a Japanese one. Forgive me if my, my accent is not correct because I am still trying to understand it myself. But you have ame and you have ame. Slightly different intonation there, but if you say it in one area, one saying, one way of saying it means candy, and the other word, other way of saying it means rain. But if you go to a different region because their intonation is subtly different, only Only very, very、uh, obvious to the, to the native speaker, you will, you will notice that it, the meanings are reversed. So, which one do you mean? Do you mean candy or do you mean rain? How interesting is that? So, similarly, quite similarly in, in Tagalog, we have a very, very 
uh, similar things. I, I'm struggling to have a example for you now, but yeah, this is you know uh, what we're talking about here in 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 uh, Japan with my my friends. But uh, yes, somehow we managed to start talking about uh, you know a lot of oil in the pool and it's not actually the oil in the pool it's not like that really depends on the on the, the person who is cooking yeah you always want to try to minimize your oil um you want to use the right amount of oil to draw out the real fat and the real flavors using salt from the ingredients so guys i hope you enjoyed the, my little segment i will say peace out for now stay tuned uh, oh my uh, Ah, guys, guys, take a look at this one. We are here on uh, answers.com. This is a list of Filipino words with same spelling but different meaning. Example number one, mahal. Mahal means love or it means expensive. Ang mahal ng pagkain dito. It's very expensive here. Okay, or minamahal kita. I'm loving you. Okay, then you have this other uh, example. Tama. Tama means correct or it means hit. Let me see if I can say this one correctly. Uh, oh, tama yun. That's, that's correct. Uh, and then to say hit. Tamain mo na. Putang ina mo katang. Lumabang ka. Tama. No, that's actually a very, very bad example because I'm not a Filipino native speaker. I'm just pretending with my accent. <laughs> then going down further, you have this one. This is a very good example of what I was saying before. Baka. Okay? In, in Spanish, in, in, in Osaka, baka means stupid, like stupid person. Yeah, it means like idiot, idiot, you know? But in Tagalog, Baka means cow, yeah, and it also means maybe. But depending on how you say it, is how you draw the actual meaning. So if you're talking about a cow, you have to say baka, okay. But if you want to say maybe, you have to say baka. You see, it's the same spelling, but it's a different intonation. Let's try this one again. How do you say cow? You say baka. Also, if you say baka. In uh, Japan, it means stupid or idiot. But here in Osaka, they say aho, which means stupid, idiot in a funny way. It's not so offensive. But if you say baka here in Osaka, they will get angry at you. In reverse, though, if you go to uh, Tokyo, apparently, if you say baka, it's it's absolutely normal. It's an absolutely normal way to call somebody stupid or poor or idiot in a humorous way. But if you say aho, they get offended because it's from Osaka and because Tokyo is the best place in the world. They don't like it. <laughs> and then, again, if you want to say uh, maybe in Tagalog, you say baka. Hoy Anthony, are you going to cook? Um, you're going to cook uh, adobo tonight. Then Anthony will say, "Baka, maybe." So guys, this is. Uh, I'll give you one more before I leave. Yeah, you have basa or basa. Basa means read. So yomu read reading. That's how you say read in Japanese. Yeah, basa. Yeah, basa read. But if you are wet, like from the rain, then you say basa. Basa, 
basa. It's very important for you guys there who have to learn a new language if you don't already have a second language to use as uh, as a foundations for learning a new one. You have to be sensitive to the intonations and the sounds. Now I have gone and exposed myself, guys, because. Yung totoo, hindi, hindi talaga ako marunong magtagalog. I am just a pretender. But it's all humorous and it's all part of the process of learning how to become a tunay na Pilipino or Pilipino that is complete. Because <laughs> guys, you really know that I'm a Pinoy-Australianer and I am actually not a fluent native speaker of Tagalog. Anyway guys, stay tuned. So guys, before I wrap up uh, today's uh, episode of Pinoy Australiano, I just really want to talk to you about some of the beautiful things that I've noticed here in Japan that uh, my friends and family from Australia and I were conversing about and sharing our opinions. Is that most especially on a sunny day in Osaka, especially in winter where the weather is cold, the nice weather really draws out the power of color. So I'm uh, currently staying at a, at a household that was built in 2000 and, uh, 2013, I believe, yes. And so it's, it's barely two years old, two, three years old. And uh, yeah, so it's already 2018. So yeah, actually time has flown. It's like three or four years old now. And uh, the house is, is a modern home, you know, using more uh, recent materials as opposed to the, the old school houses. Um, it's got all the latest technology in it. Um, well, not all the latest, but, you know, it's, 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 it's really nice and, and there's a nice wood grain finish to the house. There's a lot of parquetry floorboarding because uh, wood isn't so expensive here in Japan. And you know, there's a lot of natural light as opposed to the to the uh, the, the in-laws' house I used to live in, um, which was, was was you know an old old school home with with old school tiling that looked you know like they came from a samurai era, and you know they sleep on tatami mats and 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 such. It was much more of a traditional home. And yeah, as soon as the light enters the windows, man, everything is enhanced. Like I'm looking at my daughter's um, book collection here and, and you know, I'm seeing all sorts of different colors on the spines and, and the covers that are exposed. It's just really bright and vibrant. I look at the, um, the I forget, forget the word for, for curtains and such, but yeah, you know, upholstery is it perhaps, but maybe not yet the curtains here are like this very nice green with oranges and reds and and then when you when you step out and you go you go into town and you look at how people dress especially in the main cities like namba and tenoji and and um osaka itself umeda man it's it's just so many vibrant colors the japanese have a very very strong understanding of the usage of color what's funny though is because it's winter it seems like a lot of people are wearing dark colors like blacks and navy navy blues but you know on the odd occasion you'll find someone who, who sort of steps out kind of like the japan of 10 years ago that i remember where 
people are just really fresh i guess that's more of a younger person's thing i'm more surrounded by um, parents and older people in this neighborhood um you see it in the kids actually the kids the way the kids are dressed like this kid yesterday at kurumon at my daughter's kurumon he walked in and i thought he just came from baseball but maybe not he's he had these um, high-resting pants. It was a boy, yeah? High-resting pants with this massive belt buckle. And his pants were like a white and black pinstripe with very... Well, they weren't pinstripes. These were like wow, centimeter-wide stripes that went right down. And his pants were only three-quarter, yet they flared out a bit. Very, very, very interesting fashion there by the young man. But even some of the other kids had these bright oranges and, and yellows and pinks and baby blues and and it just blows my mind guys you know the way that they present their food the way that they advertise their food the advertisements guys it's just a whole nother level and it's one reason of many that you should come to japan if you haven't to witness some amazing things and and when you think about where you come from and where you currently live while you're in Japan you're like wow it'd be great if you could bring this back there to help enhance the way of life from your own native country that you come from and yeah you know many many a times I've I've thought about these things and perhaps this year is the year that I start doing so I have an affinity with Japan it's funny my past life reading I was told that I was a warrior I was a samurai <laughs> that lived in Japan that was part of a powerful clan that I was an assassin uh, and then I became a powerful shogun um, so if you believe if you're so inclined to believe in things like that then hey then I must be at home here in Osaka guys thanks for tuning in to Bruno Australiano catch you soon for the next episode peace out